episode of Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever, the podcast where two cousins discuss all things Janet Jackson. Today, we're going to talk about Janet Jackson's Miss You Much. My name is Courtney, and I'm here with my cousin. Cousin Cam, and later we will be joined by special guest Jimmy Lucas. But before we do all that, we got a few things to chat about. Yes, it's graduation season, apparently. Yes, cap and gowns everywhere. Everywhere. And I was not prepared. I was totally thrown off by Prince Michael Jackson graduating from Loreola Marymount. <laughs> when I saw the picture, I was like, I'm really getting old. And I must say, TJ was looking like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was such a cute little photo with Miss Catherine Jackson made it, Latoya Reby, uh, Taj. Yeah, I just really enjoyed seeing them and I just was not prepared. I was like, how old am I? And did you see Blanket in the back? I did. His features, Michael, all the way. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone his, was saying online. His eyebrows and I was like, oh yeah, you Michael. <laughs> the jawline. Yeah, it's very yes. strong. <laughs> but where was Paris? Was she not in any of the pictures? I thought she was. I didn't see her in that big group picture. I don't know. Maybe Paris has some place to be. Uh, maybe she's doing a, still doing the fashion thing overseas. Okay. Well, there was also another graduation um, yes. ceremony honoring our girl, Missy Elliott, who we now need to refer to as Dr. Melissa Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I was so glad to see Missy do it. Um, she's the first female hip-hop artist to actually receive this honorary doctorate. And I just feel like it's well-deserved because she has always been ahead of her time. Absolutely. She paid away for a lot of artists, both male and female. Kudos to Missy for that. You know, there was only one thing that tainted the day for me a little bit. Oh, I need you to let this go. You know, I can't. This not, I'm not going to be able to. I just felt like it diminished it a little bit that she had to share that day with Justin Timberlake. He was also awarded an honorary doctorate from Berklee School of Music on at the same ceremony. And I just thought, oh, gosh. And especially just she's so much more accomplished in a variety of areas of music and I just felt like I just wanted her to shine on her own and she did though because if you are on Twitter and everywhere like most people are posting about Missy Elliott as it should be she really did change the face of music as we know it and I think it's important that you know people may say an honorary doctorate what is it really but it's it's a recognition of of a huge accomplishment and, and it it institutionalizes the work that she has done for music like that will forever be in the record books so I'm excited for her and I'm excited for us man just for what it means to the culture to have Dr. Missy Elliott he 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 gonna do that every time yes, every time every time because it's Missy y'all uh yeah so another random thing so I was I can't remember how I landed here, but a couple days ago on um, Amazon UK, I think I maybe saw the link on Instagram or something. There was a Janet LP on presale, Janet period on vinyl um, was wow. on presale in the UK Amazon store, but not in the US Amazon store. In um, the words of Stephanie Tanner, how rude. <laughs> It's not there anymore, but there is another album in its place. That's the same price and has the same release date, which I think was a pre-sales for June 17. And I just thought, huh, 
because the last time when Control went on sale um, through Janet's website, maybe a week or two before that, you could see it posted on the Amazon site. Hmm. So I, I'm hoping that this is a forbearer and that there are more vinyl albums coming. So I don't know. Like I said, it was only there for a couple days and I don't see it there anymore. But maybe they were testing the posting, getting it ready to go on sale. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled and I encourage you to do the same uh, on the lookout for Janet LP because that's one that I definitely want on vinyl and I hope it's the original album cover with the full fold out you know the Rolling Stone cover I know my only thing is I don't have time to go in my dad's storage house and pull out a record player <laughs> you don't have to listen to it you just have to own it I don't own a record oh, I player gotta listen. I gotta listen to it <laughs> I, listen, I don't own a record player. Somebody actually texted me on the weekend and they were like, Courtney, you got all those albums. Can you recommend a record player? And I was like, ha ha, about that. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> yeah, we're on Spotify now. So that's kind of like a big deal um, for the longest. I couldn't figure out how to do that. Uh, so we're on Spotify and um, as well as all the other places that you can find us. And uh, thanks so much. You guys give us so much encouragement, um, especially on Twitter. And we hear from a lot of folks on Instagram. And we just really appreciate it. We've been asking you all for reviews and you have stepped up to the challenge. And I just would encourage you to continue to do that. The reason why is because that's how folks find us. So when people are Googling or searching Apple Podcasts or whatever uh, search engine that they're using, reviews and comments Hope you get ranked higher in the search list. And it's Janet Jackson. So as soon as someone types Janet, we want to show up. And right now we're behind like a lady who's doing um, astrology. And uh, another lady I think is giving some financial advice. <laughs> yeah, We want Janet to be at the top. That's the reason why we keep asking for your reviews and those things like that. If you can help us get Janet to the top, all the difference in the world for us, and we would be so eternally grateful. So again, thank you so much. We love hearing from you guys on Twitter and keep it up. And if every now and then you would take one of those Twitter comments and put it into your favorite podcast player as a review, uh, we'd be so grateful for you to do that as well. Also, exciting news. More Vegas dates have been added. I was excited about this. Looks like she's adding the 14th, the 16th, and the 17th. So I guess our overwhelming response to those dates, has this, she decided to add a couple more to it. Which Yeah, I was mad. like, that's kind of a big deal. I'm glad that, yeah. you know, they said by popular demand. And there was a lot of discussion about where, how the shows were selling. Were they selling well? Were they not selling well? Um, and I just think Janet Jackson will be a draw. Like if you're, of course, there are those of us who are making this a trip, like a destination vacation. But if you're going to be in Vegas, like, would you not go see Janet Jackson? Like, what's your malfunction? <laughs> <laughs> and cousin, we cannot continue the show without giving out a birthday blessing to the queen herself, Miss Janet jackson absolutely this show will actually post on her birthday may 16th so it'll be her 53rd birthday and it's just listen i am baffled i never thought we would be here where she would still be performing you know her first show is going to be the day yes. after her birthday and uh 
you and I talk about this all the time, but like we started this podcast thinking that we would like to build a community for Jenna Jackson fans to continue to have the conversation even after she like went on break and sat down and rested and did whatever she was going to do. And she ain't gave us a break yet. <laughs> break. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Sis is still going strong. And so, of course, we wish her the happiest of birthdays, um, wishing every good thing for Janet Jackson, sincerely, from us here um, at the Janet Jackson Podcast. And Janet, you look good, girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to our show. are joined by the one and only Jimmy Locust. Mr. Locust is not only a dancer, choreographer, but a singer, actor, and the owner of JAL Entertainment. I don't know how you found time for us, but we appreciate it. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys. Hey, Jimmy, we asked you here because we are going to talk about Janet Jackson's Miss You Much. And I want you to know, I honestly cannot think of that song or that video without <laughs> thinking of you. So this is it's like super crazy <laughs> to be talking to you right now. Well, it's, I, I feel the same way. You know, we love Janet. I'm really glad that you guys are doing all things Janet because She's such a humble and wonderful person. And this video is just kind of uh, an example of that. Um, to give me a speaking role to introduce a video. Yeah. For an artist to do that, first of all, the artist must be super confident in herself. Mm-hmm. But she thinks of other people. And that's a pure example of that. She just she didn't want just the light. She wanted all of us to have the light. And her giving me that line of saying, you know, Janet, where are you? Um, kind of launched my career, mm. so to speak. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yes. And you pointed out one of the reasons why we love her so much. And we talk about this yes. all the time. She is she shares the light. And she's always been the type of person to not be afraid to let others come in and step in her spotlight and know that she can hold her own. And you just jumped right out the gate with that. So like, <laughs> love it. Now, Jimmy, I love hearing about people's journeys. Can you tell us more about how you end up meeting Janet and working with her? Yes. So I moved to Los Angeles later in my career and I was auditioning a lot and, you know, I'm the shorter guy in the video and I wasn't booking really any work. Like my friend Taja Seville, who was signed by uh, Prince, we went to high school together and she did that song, Love is Contagious. So we were kind of in LA at the same time and I did her video mm-hmm. and I kept auditioning. I was auditioning a lot for Paul Abdul cause she's a smaller dancer too. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just, you know, I wasn't booking anything because I'm like a, a different type. Like if you're booking three guys and three girls, I'm not that dude mm-hmm. because, because of my size. So Paula kept telling me, she goes, well, just keep auditioning. I'm going to be doing a gig cause I'm coming out with my music. So I went to that audition and that's when she did Knocked Out when she recorded her music, followed by a series of other videos after I did Forever Your Girl for her and like Coming to America um, with Paula. Then I went and auditioned for Janet and it just so happened that Janet was looking, the call was 
we're looking for an all types call. And that was my kind of call because that means they're just looking for whatever kind of inspires them. So my agent really kind of, would, those were the calls that I would really go on. And um, I went to the audition. It was several auditions. There were thousands of people. It was so much fun. Like I thought it was so much fun because I love, I just, at that time dance, and I don't want to sound negative about this, but that era, the era where I kind of came up, dance was dance. Like we danced, we were doing pirouettes, we were doing bat moths, we were doing jumps, we we're dancing like like in dance class. So it was a, it had a different feel. And we were right on the cusp of changing that dance into video. So um it was a perfect time. So I went to audition. I got the callbacks call. I went to like three or four callbacks. And then the last callback was we walked in and there was and like, there was Janet. And I remember she had on a, like a letterman jacket with pink leather sleeves. And she was so cool. And I was super intimidated. Mm. Um, but we went in five at a time and they said, do the choreography and then you freestyle. So I knew then like this was it. So I did the choreography and I went full out on the freestyle, like jumping, turning, leaping, knee slides, whatever. And, you know, I was so honored and blessed to be picked and be a part of the whole project. You didn't really know what you were being booked for. It was just a new Janet kind of project. So you learned more as you got picked. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like, everything was kind of hush hush. So that's my journey of kind of getting in the room with her and being booked for the, the job. Wow. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's Man. pretty awesome. Yeah. Dang. Hey, Jimmy, you mentioned coming yes. to America and dancing in that, which <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know because <laughs> as many times as I've seen this movie, it's not necessary for me to tell you. Just know that it's more than any human should have seen a movie. <laughs> uh, and I didn't know you were in there. What else would you be in that might surprise us? Um. Well, I did a lot of um, industrial work. So that means I was um, one of the principal dancers for Reebok, Fila. Adidas at one time. Um, and then I would do commercials. I did a McDonald's commercial. Um, I did a movie called When the Lombada Craze Came Out. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh-huh. Well, there was a there was all these Lombada movies. So there was one movie called Lombada, The Forbidden Dance. That was one story. But then there was another one called Lombada Set the Night on Fire. And that was about these kids from the barrio and this teacher from Beverly Hills goes to the hood to teach these kids, you know, and then after they learn education, they do the Lombada. So (laughs) I I mean, go figure. But, you know, it was a cool movie. Like I actually I went in as a dancer. I auditioned for a dancer, but they actually gave me a role in the film. So I got the role of Ricochet in that film, which kind of helped me with my acting chops. So that was kind of cool to be able to have a character to build on. And it was cool. I did the Academy Awards two years in a row when they mm-hmm. featured uh, Beauty and the Beast with Debbie yes. Allen, um, who's an amazing mm-hmm. 
force in the dance world um, and just someone that I really look up to and who really employed me a lot. Like Debbie Allen, you know, she is a force. She knows mm-hmm. exactly what she wants, but she really gave me a lot of opportunities. <laughs> Pollyanna, the movie she booked me on, wow. you know, the Academy Awards two years in a row. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, so Jamie, that Jamie. Was, yeah, You said was, Pollyanna or are, yes. are you saying Polly like the Disney movie? The Pollyanna. Okay. It was, the, it, and it was the one with the little girl from oh. Keisha. I that think is Polly, from- Jimmy. Oh my goodness, that's Polly. <laughs> no, I'm my cousin who's on the phone with us right now says I'm the only person who's seen that movie, and she doesn't believe it exists. <laughs> I wanted to him to keep talking so we wouldn't bring it up, but he kept talking. So as soon as he said it, I was like, no, no, Jimmy, no. <laughs> oh my goodness so basically you are in all of my favorite childhood moments is what you're telling me <laughs> i think and you know and at that time the good thing about being smaller is i could play a kid so i played a kid in that oh, movie you know my. i played a kid on the academy awards too so yeah and i did the grammy awards a couple of years um with that was when <laughs> Millie Vanilli oh, before they got oh. busted. Um, I did the first year when they got the Grammy, and it was like we did it. Um, and I think Jeffrey Daniels was the choreographer from Charlotte. Was it? I think it's yeah, Charlotte Sh- Marlowe. Jody yeah, Wiley. I think Jeffrey <laughs> Daniels was the choreographer and awesome, amazing person. But yeah, I've been blessed to have a lot of opportunities, especially for someone that is. A, a different type, mm-hmm. LA kind of began to embrace um, diversity, you know? So then once everybody saw kind of what was happening, then I became like a, a kind of a commodity. So people were booking me left and right. And I was, I have to owe all of that to like Janet. Cause after Janet came out with Miss You Much and then Rhythm Nation and then the film, it was over because mm-hmm. she gave me, if you look at the film, she gave, all of us like a lot of FaceTime, like mm-hmm. a lot of acting and we got to act. And, you know, luckily I was so happy that I was prepared for it because she made us all feel comfortable. But after Janet and, and, and learning how to work behind the cam in front of the camera, working with her, my career did kind of catapult into a really wonderful thing. So I really do owe a lot to Janet and to her. Um, she invited me on a couple of tour dates. And when she, they did the mm-hmm. Rhythm Nation tour, which she didn't have to do. She just, you know, they would do just, she just does really amazingly cool thing so that's awesome that's a great story i'm still not really recovered from polly so i'm not even sure (laughs) heard everything but you did mention debbie allen and i just adore her and she still got it yes she's amazing (laughs) she still got it and she also was like instrumental in kind of launching janet into the dance world as we know her, you know, she set her up for the first music video that we ever saw mm-hmm. from Janet, which was Dream Street. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like, so that's so true. we definitely have a strong Debbie Allen affinity here. <laughs> All right. Speaking <laughs> of ahead. you being a different type, my favorite quote from you, Jimmy. I think I read in like the Chicago Tribune that they did a piece on you and the headline, I think, was too short for the chorus. Say more about that. Um, 
I feel like it's kind of a double layered quote because mm-hmm. I, I can't do the course, which means I had to be featured. So it was a blessing and a curse because the blessing is if someone booked me, you're going to see me. Right. But the other side of it was I went to years of auditions and I was out, you know, I was dancing well, but I was too short. So I just had to really take a moment and I did go through some time of feeling like, man, Lord, why did you make me like this? Like, mm-hmm. why am I like this? And now after being where I am right now, I understand that it was all in his mm-hmm. perfection of why it's done. Because now I work with children. I own two dance studios. So I own a studio in Connecticut Locust Performing Arts Center, and I have about 450 kids. And I just opened one in the Miami area called Locust Dance Academy that's just getting off its feet. But I feel like because I'm smaller, children are not intimidated by me. So I can come to their level and they they just feel uninhibited around me. So now I know why I was created the way I was created. But at that time, it was Earlier in my career, I was slightly, you know, frustrated because all my friends were working a lot and I was doing side jobs, but I wasn't really working, working. And in Chicago, a wonderful man by the name of Gus Giordano actually was the beginning of my career. I danced with him right Mm -hmm. out of high school. He picked me for a principal dancer in his company, which he's a jazz dance icon. And he said, I don't look at your height. I look at your art and that gave me self-esteem and that gave that self-esteem made me walk into a room where I would look at people like I don't see anything different because he instilled in me that I'm not different. But if I kind of made that go against myself, for lack of a better word, it would be my fault. But he said, you walk in with your head high. And once I started doing that, people started taking notice. Hey, I love that you mentioned about your uh, performing arts center. I watch a lot of your IG stories, and which are mostly rehearsals or performances of students from your dance centers, which I love. Yes. Some of those kids are really, 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 really good. Oh, um, cool. And I imagine yes. some have other talents that are not showcased in the video, but a question did pop into my mind. Jimmy, you seem like such a nice guy. Have you ever had mm-hmm. to tell a parent your kid just doesn't have it or maybe encourage them to pursue a different style of dance? Um, No, I've never had Mm -hmm. to do that. But because with my schools, there's a methodology that goes along with it, which is there's a healthy boundary and there's a place for everyone. So I've never had to really tell someone, no, if anything, I, I make up programs for those kind of people that are not really fitting, mm-hmm. I make something for them because these are children. They're our future. And if I can get some type of self-esteem in them, mm-hmm. they may go on to be a, a healthy person in our society later on. So so I do I have very talented Like Mm -hmm. I have very talented dancers. We've done commercials. We've done certain things. We've danced in New York city, Mm -hmm. but then for those people that really don't have it, I say, take a recreational class and enjoy yourself in the recital because in the recital, everybody's a star. And I make sure everybody gets that 
that show experience. Yeah, those videos, I can tell that you've got some really superior dancers. And the other mm-hmm. thing that I noticed in every one of your videos that I watched, joy. Like those kids are experiencing so much joy. Thank you for noticing that. That means a lot to me because mm-hmm. that's that's my dream, you all. This mm-hmm. is, and it goes back to Janet. Like Janet, to me, I just got back from today. I, I have a program called Harmony Nation, which is an anti-bullying program, which, you know, I go to schools and I talk to them about, yes. you know, bullying and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, being kind to one another. Because if you're kind, bullying can't come in play You, if you're kind. But if you don't know what kind is, and if you, then you can naturally become a bully without even knowing it. So that's very important to me. Wow. Yes, I like that. Teach them young. Teach them young. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Now, you've worked with both Michael and Jen. Yes. Have you noticed a difference in how they approach work versus their, you know, yeah. I don't want to say competition, but just with other superstars? Or is it just something more? Just give us kind of like an ideal of working with those two. Okay. So there, there was a big difference for me. Janet, to me, I looked at it, I was so enthralled by the movement that she and her team of choreographers did. Because Janet, a lot of, and even with this, Janet did some of that choreography, but she gave credit to some of the other, you know, Anthony Thomas mm-hmm. was an amazing choreographer. Lavelle Smith was one. Terry Bixler, you know, all of Tina Landon, you know, has been her choreographer. But she had a team of people that were kind of like working out stuff. But she would kind of throw in her a move or so there. So, I mean, seeing that, I I have never seen anything like it. So to me, I was just so hungry. Mm -hmm. I didn't even want to go on a break because it was so (laughs) cool. Like I would go home and I would rehearse because now don't get me wrong. Janet, don't play. (laughs) You come in and rehearse, you better know what you, you know, it's, it's a work environment. You know what I mean? Cause she's about business and she loves what she does. And I feel like it's an honor to be in the same room with her. So I enjoyed it. And she did have a family atmosphere. Granted, it was a longer job because we did the the whole film, like Miss You Much, you know, Rhythm Nation, and then the knowledge and all of the, and the film itself. So it was a longer process working with mm-hmm. her. Now, Michael was different. I was really... They told us before he came in, do not look at him, do not ask him anything, don't blah, 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 just keep working. So at this particular rehearsal, this was after Janet. And, you know, this is a funny story how I got, it was a 95 MTV Awards. Yes. And um, at that time, um, Lavelle Smith was one of the choreographers and I was in Atlanta at the time. And Lavelle Smith called me up and said, hey, do you want to work? For Michael, I said, yeah, shoot, <laughs> I want to do it. So he was kind enough at that time to just straight book me for the job. I didn't have to audition for Michael. I just got the job. So they flew me out to New York and we started working on the job. Well, when we started working after they told us everything, you know, to do, he walked in with this team and he walked around the room. I'm like, oh my Lord, he's coming my way. He's coming like, oh, in my area. <laughs> so he came to me and I was 
so scared. And he's, I don't know why I was scared though. I was just because he's so, such a like a perfectionist and such a, a big star. He was awesome. <laughs> so he came, he said, Hey, I said, hi. And he goes, didn't you dance for my sister? I'm like, yeah, I did. And he goes, you did really good. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like they have Michael Jackson say you did good. <laughs> wow. And another project was awesome. So, but from that point on, you know, we started the project and it was more like we would run the number. He would change the jacket, do it over. We must've did that number probably 15 times, like nonstop. He, it was like, not, it was work. It was, he's a perfect, he would, he was a perfectionist and he wanted to make sure everything was in place. So I think I was more stern as far as like just playing by the book with Michael. Janet, I could come in because what she wanted to show forth in the project was that we were a big family, that we're a group. Mm -hmm. So she worked at letting us feel that comfortable with her. So it was two different spectrums, but they both were took great care of you. Like, I mean, I've, I've worked for a lot of artists. They take care of their artists. You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're not having to worry about really anything. I remember one day we came into Janet, we were coming to rehearsal for Miss You Much. And she's, we all, the, the, the day before they said, we're black to rehearsal or something. So we came to rehearsal and then we went in and she had, we went to Universal Studios. All, we just, that's what we did for the rehearsal. Wow. Cool. So she would do some cool stuff, but she was really smart about building. She knew exactly what she was doing when she built the family type atmosphere for Rhythm Nation and Miss You Much and that whole film. Cause you can see it and it resonates today. I mean, that film, no one can touch that whole film. It was a brainchild of hers that she put through fruition. So it was amazing. <laughs> and you know what's interesting, Jamie? I still have a, uh, I recorded that performance of Michael um, VMAs. And I still to this day love that performance. I think that's one of the best performances he's actually has done. And I'm just like, I think, um, and I think yes. uh, Travis Payne, he also stood to me. I remember seeing him and, and you performing it. To me, it's timeless. Uh, anytime I think about Dangerous, especially that song, I think about yes. that performance. <laughs> yes, it's great. And you're right. Travis Payne is an amazing, an amazing artist, amazing choreographer, amazing person. He's, do, you know, he's just doing really well. And I think, mm -hmm. but again, when we were doing Dangerous, they would be going over sections and I would be like, I would know the choreography, but I wouldn't get in a section. And then I went and get in another section. And then I'm like, am I going to get fired? Like, I thought like, oh, shoot, because I wasn't getting in nothing. So I'm like thinking, shoot, am I, did I do something wrong? So I remember talking to them and saying, you know, am I doing something wrong? They're like, no, he's just thinking about what he's going to do, what's, what's going to happen. So mm -hmm. he gave me the part where I came out and it was his bodyguard, you know, and kind of. So again, mm -hmm too short for the chorus that you were talking about earlier. I couldn't do the core work, but the part they gave me, 10 million people saw just me yes. with him doing a mm -hmm. section. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So it was working kind of, but during it, 
I felt sad. I was like, oh man, I just didn't, you know, I just felt bad a little because I knew the choreography and everybody was getting picked and all of them are doing sections and everybody's doing stuff. And I'm like, dang, you know, I just felt bad a little bit, but you know, I always say God has something prepared for you. You just got to wait and see what it is. And I think when they gave me that part to be his bodyguard, for me to do the salute with him, then I went back and danced with the chorus. It made me, mm -hmm. that's what people yeah, know me from. They know me from mm -hmm. that. They know me from Paul Abdul set me in the boys section, right in the middle of the boys section of Coming to America. You know, Janet gave me the wonderful speaking part and put me in that opening section. There was like 12 dancers when she picked Art Lavelle and myself to do that with her. Like that's incredible to me. To what I'm saying is I will always, I will always be grateful to Janet for everything that she's done to me. And a sidebar note, I, I saw her 20, mm -hmm. I think it was a 2017, 2018 state of the world tour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I went to Atlanta. I was working in Atlanta on another job. I texted Gil. I'm like, Gil, I'm in town. You know, I, I would be great to see you guys. And I haven't seen Janet in like 20 years. I haven't seen her in, since the 95 MTV Awards. So I didn't expect to really hear anything back, but mm -hmm. I just figured I would try. I was going to go to the show anyway. Mm -hmm. I had bought a ticket. Um, it was way up and it was a hundred and some dollars. <laughs> it was way in the back. It was way in the back, like way in the back. But I said, I'm going to see Janet. Like I'm going to see her. So, but then he texted me back and said, Janet wants to see you. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So he said, come meet before the show. So I got to the show and he told me where to go. Then he came out and he goes, um, Janet can't meet you before the show. And I'm like, mm. okay, no problem. He goes, well, where are you sitting? I said, up, oh, way in the back, <laughs> way up there. And he goes, well, why don't you take these? And he goes, Janet wants you to have these. They were two second row center seats. <laughs> yes. Like right in the middle. And she goes, after the show, security will escort you back to her oh, dressing yes. room. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I can almost reach out and touch her. So, but see, that's classic Janet. Like Janet goes out of her way. She hasn't seen me in a couple of decades. So Missy Elliott performed in that show. Uh -huh. and like I went into the dressing room Right after Missy Elliott. Like, I saw Missy Elliott. She was, she was very nice when I went backstage to see her. You know, I had probably, like, mm -hmm. what, three mm -hmm. minutes with her. So I thanked her for the tickets, and I thanked her for inspiring me to start my anti-bullying group. And, you know, we took a picture, and she told me mm -hmm. that, oh, Jimmy, you look great. So she was so kind, you yeah. know. But she's a busy woman. Like, mm -hmm. she didn't even have to do that. But... She saw, she saw no one else. She saw Missy. Then she saw me that mm -hmm. particular night. And that was just amazing to me. So yeah, that was a special know. night too. That was the final night of her show. So I'm sure she was exhausted and just ready to get on <laughs> to the other things, but she took the time out to greet you right. and all that. And that means a lot to us as fans because we keep hearing stories and we just want to believe that she's as generous and great and humble and and all the things as we believe she is. And folks just keep confirming yes, that. they do. <laughs> she is. And she is that. And then right after that, they there was an after party. I, you know, I got free interest into that. Like, they just made sure I got in everywhere, which was 
great. And Gil introduced me to the dancers. We took pictures. And then he kind of said something very nice. He goes, this is, I don't know if he said a legend, but he said something like, this is mm-hmm, one of yes. the originals. You know, so he kind so it feels good to be introduced to be one of those originals that was on set with her on Miss You Much. So it was so awesome. But and then to make it even better, like when she does Miss You Much, she does the opening section of the move of from the video mm-hmm. before she did. So yep. there I was on the screen <laughs> again, and I'm like, you know, people had called me and said, Jimmy, I saw you on tour with Janet. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm in Connecticut. They're like, no, you're on the film. So, but I think of those things and I just consistently and constantly feeling humbled by her graciousness of for what she did for me. But what she, I think she does that for a lot of people. You, if you notice her dancers now, she takes care of them. They're everywhere with her. So she's known for that. So, um, but yes, she's an, an amazing, an amazing person. And I'm going to see her in Vegas. So I'm going August 10th. I'm going to yes. see her. Yes. So I'm going to see her. We'll be looking for her. We're going to be there August 10th. No, you, no, stop playing. Yes, we are. Are you for real? For real. Okay, so we need to meet. So I'm going to be there on the 10th. I got my tickets. Yes. I'm going. So I'm going with some friends of mine. So yes. we got to meet yes. up here. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going to meet see oh, Janet and Jimmy, who star in Polly oh and gosh. coming to America. <laughs> 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 Hey, Jimmy, before we jump into more about Miss You Much, I have a question that you may be able to help us with. It's a random Janet Jackson question, but lots of the Jam fam believe that Janet probably has a great sense of humor, just from small comments or gestures she's made here or there. But we don't really know for sure. Would you describe her as funny? I Well, I think she has a funny side to her. The time that I experienced with her, um, it was in a work setting. So I think, I think I saw more of the work side, but then when we were having, um, time mm-hmm. with the group, like we went some, we went one time to which watch Rumblefish, the, the movie, cause that's the kind of vibe she wanted. She would be inviting where you could be yourself, but I really didn't see her, you gotcha. know, bust out and being crazy crazy but I just think that when we're on set she's always making sure that everyone around is comfortable but I think she has I've seen some of her stuff Mm -hmm. on film where you know she has a sense of humor because she's had to do with a lot of people that have Mm -hmm. mistreated her and you know and 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 treated Mm -hmm. her unfairly Mm -hmm. you know straight up unfairly so to be able to come back and then be now she's on the upswing, just mm-hmm. being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, she's doing a residency in Vegas. She's like a hot commodity. So I feel like, you know, nobody can really hold her down. Um, but as far as her her funny side, I think I was concentrating on working so much that I didn't even think about it. I was so enthralled with the whole process of dancing for her. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) We had, you know, we had the best food. Like she would be bringing in good soul food. (laughs) 
Like I remember <laughs> we had greens and stuff. It was awesome. Like it was, it was going to, it wasn't like going to work for me. Mm-hmm. It was, I had the best time, you know, cause rhythm nation shot from 6 PM to 6 AM. So that's what we shot first. So we shot that first. So we would do like, I don't know, maybe three, like maybe a week of that. And then we had a day to switch over to Miss You Much, which I think was six, like it was a day shoot. So we were going in like at Mm. nine and leaving at nine. So it wasn't six to 6 a.m. Like we were doing 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. for Rhythm Nation. But then we had a day to recover, you know, after we did finish all the shots. Then we went to daytime shooting. So um, so that was kind of incredible to go from one time where you're it's night all the time and you know we're pra- we're dancing all the time because it was like mm-hmm. all we thought about. So um that was a good experience to go from night to day shoots um and just be around as they created wow. how the whole video yeah, was amazing. gonna go. Yeah, and we'll we'll shift there now. So we'll talk about Miss You Much. Um, and, and I love that you talked about, like, you just showed up. You had no idea <laughs> what what it would be other than it was a Janet Jackson project. Um, was there a day that was surreal for you, like, when you showed up and you were like, oh, this is, oh, this is it? Like, what what day or moment stands out to you as, like, one you'll always remember from that project? Mm. <laughs> Okay. The first day <laughs> when we walked in the first day and we started learning choreography and I'm like, oh, shoot, like I'm used to doing like part of a ray and up, down, jump, turn, something, thumb, kick, bump. Like this was so like it, it felt like foreign to the body. So I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't get like it was, you know, it was so diverse so that in, that intrigued me so I said I'm gonna get this choreography so I just I thought that was it when I saw how Anthony and the group started teaching the first bit of choreography that was like the moment where I'm like oh my gosh this is going to blow up because we couldn't say anything but we got the beats like the rhythm nation beat boom the beat itself was so bomb we were like oh shoot when this hits it's gonna be crazy but we couldn't see anything so it was so it was hard because we would go home i would i would go home i would eat and then i would start going over the choreography because i wanted to be ready for the next day because you just don't know what's gonna i mean from my past experience you don't know what's gonna happen the next day so i'm gonna make sure i'm ready with what i'm doing so it was awesome. So I think the first day and I think the, the second one would be when we stepped on set for Rhythm Nation and we were mm-hmm. all getting placed for Rhythm Nation. That was an intense and exciting part, too, because they're going over who's going to go where. And you're like, oh, my gosh, where am I going to go? Oh, gosh, I hope I'm in the thing. You're like, you're just nervous. <laughs> so when they show me my spot, I was so right. happy. Cause I was on the right hand side in the front row. Mama, can you see me? And Janet's video, I couldn't believe it. It was awesome. And then we were doing like one day in rehearsal, 
and I vaguely remember this. We walked in and she kind of said something like, let me see what y'all got. Like she said, let me see people. Let me see what you got. Like people were in, like people would get in the middle and it was kind of like a dance circle. So I didn't really know what she was really doing, but what was happening then was she was picking people for the solos. Oh, in the yes. I was going to ask about that. So, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in the dance world. Then at that time, mm-hmm. I was known for my pirouettes. Like I could turn and I could leap really high. So I went in the middle and I started turning. I did a pirouette or something. And then I <laughs> did, you know, like I did like maybe four of them or something and then went down. But then other people kind of came in. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know anything. It was just kind of like a fun, like break thing. So when you get on set, then somebody came to me and said, Oh, come on, we want to bring you over. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> They're like, We're gonna you're gonna be doing a solo. I oh yeah, I didn't want to wow. scream. So, I found out that, in that moment. Okay. <laughs> I I yeah, I found out when I was on set. Like I didn't really know. I let me try to think. I don't think I really knew till we got on set. I really don't think so. I think I know I went into that circle and I did something, but I think <laughs> When I got to set, it was like they said, come on with me. It was me, Lavelle, Tina Landon, and it was, I think it was Lori Warner and this girl named Tiffany. They did like a, mm-hmm. a section, and I actually helped choreograph their little duet section. Oh, okay. Um, because they were, Lori Warner, which is a bomb, she's a major dancer, really great dancer. She went on to have an amazing career. Um her and Tiffany and I said, oh, y'all should walk like that and do something. You know, I kind of gave them something. So that was, I felt like that was an honor too, that I was even able to help with choreography on a little teeny section of another, you know, of a, not to be clear, not of the choreography of the, the whole project, but the little vignettes yeah. that we had. But yeah, so it was very cool to me. I was very, very happy um, when that happened. How long did you all rehearse before you got on set? You know what? I'm trying to think. For Are you talking about for Miss You yes. Much? Okay. So the way it kind of happened is we rehearsed a lot of stuff. Then we went into shooting. So we shot, Miss, we shot Rhythm Nation mm-hmm. first. So everything was Rhythm Nation, you know, and then we had a day to flip over. So when we came on set, we had to kind of rehearse gotcha. again for Miss You Much. So I think it was kind of that, that kind of, um, when we so got on set. So how much prep time in total for all the sections that you all did for Rhythm Nation and for Miss You Much? So before you got on set, how far in advance did you all start rehearsing before it was time to shoot? I want to say, I'm, I, don't don't quote mm-hmm. me on it, but I think it was like three weeks or a okay. month. Like wow. we worked a lot. We worked a lot. It was a lot because they were, I was so honored to witness kind of how they would piece one section that would take like, you know, nothing was a throwaway right. step. So everything had a meaning. So when they were doing a section, they would take the time to really make that section mm-hmm. outstanding. So that's what we would, you know, that's what we would do every day. So, yeah, we, we were there for about three weeks to a month, I would think. I'm just guessing off the top of my head. It was a longer amount of so time. So you were at rehearse every day. So, like, what time 
like I would say we we would go like ten to five, ten to okay. six or something like that. Um, so this was yeah, a legit yeah. full time job. <laughs> it was it was great. It was the talk of LA at that time, and it was so many people at that audition. Like everybody wanted that gig so bad. So just to get it. And here it is 30 years later, because I'm going to be going to L.A. in September for the um, the 30th anniversary of Rhythm Nation there with the Jam Fam. So I'm going to be going there uh, September 21st, I think it is. So I'll be there celebrating um, oh, the 30th anniversary yeah. of the project. So that was 30 years ago. So and it's still prominent in so many ways yeah and i listen i still haven't seen anything better so it's like <laughs> i agree with you so, so we'll switch a little bit and talk more about the song but so miss you much the song was the lead single from her fourth studio album janet jackson's rhythm nation it was written um credits officially jimmy jam terry lewis um although we know that janet was a part of the concept and development uh, this song, when it came out, spent four weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, making it the longest running number one single of 1989. And let me also add, it's been on every smartphone I ever had. So I've never. <laughs> it's, wow. it's, it's my number two <laughs> jam. You've been listening to this song since 1989. You have not given it a break. No. <laughs> Anytime I hear it, it, was, it came on in Publix. And I was like, oh, I cannot leave this stuff. We ain't checking out. Let's go down the city. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yes. 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 Now, this was her second number one hit. The first one was When I Think of You. And uh, this song sold 4 million copies. And I will never get over that. Okay. Because do you know what 4 wow. million copies was in 1989? This is not streaming. This is not downloading. This is not like Columbia right. House wasn't even <laughs> delivering it to you. You had to get in your car. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> and drive to Sam Goody and Music Land and, and yes. get the CD. So four million copies right. in 1989. But question. So it was the second biggest selling single of 1989. Do you guys know wow. what any of the other two top three singles were? So there was one ahead and one behind. And Jimmy, you might know the one that was behind as you worked with this person before. I'm going to let Jimmy go first. <laughs> so wait, so the one before, the one, the number one, that was more than, I don't know what the, that one would be. I'm thinking straight up might be. Wow. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. I really didn't think you were going to get it. I mean, I gave you a good, pretty good hit, but wow. <laughs> Yes. Well, straight up was now. Straight up was. Listen, bomb. Paula was killing it in '89. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. It is very true. And I recently saw her on her. She has. She's has. She's mm -hmm. touring now with her show. Um, and very interesting. She was here in Connecticut, and um, I don't know if you saw it on one of my pages, but I kind of stood. When she was coming up for the meet and greet, and she saw me, she screamed my name, and we yes, hugged. I saw and that. We spent some time together. So she is another one. I didn't realize why she left the scene because of that airplane accident. Wow. Like I didn't realize that she had she had to have all these spinal surgeries, and her show kind of covers it. So I kind of liked her show because it takes you on a journey of her life, which. I don't think a lot of people knew, but yeah, she, um, 
she was pretty jamming at, at that time. And I think right after that, I did Forever Your yes. Girl for her. Yes. So that's when she used a lot of the kids. So it was an easy call for me. And she hired me for her Reebok commercial because David Fincher, who now is an amazing director, was kind of directing all of her stuff then. And um, she they hired me on the spot to do like she did a rebuck where I had to dance on the top of this phone booth. Oh wow. Like on top of it. Yeah. So it is somewhere on her stuff. It's like Paul Abdul her rebuck. It was like in the 8990, I think. So um but yeah th- those were my guesses. Now uh Cam, what's yours? Cam, you should know number one because we talk about <laughs> this. We've talked about this before. Uh... The most unlikely person who keeps taking her down. Not Phil Collins, is it? It's Phil Collins. <laughs> no, Phil Collins. <laughs> it's Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Is all- <laughs> um, wow. Oh, Another Day in Paradise was the top selling single of 1989. Phil Collins is always wow. around <laughs> Janet in the 80s. <laughs> I'm like, he's the most unlike. Like, he's the last person I would think of, but it's always him. But he had a good run. Well, yeah, yeah, he did, and I hear he's kind of going back. He's going to start doing another round. Oh yeah. Lord, <laughs> got to keep the charts. <laughs> now, what I love about "Miss You Much" is it's like a love song, but it's more like a love anthem because it's like you finally found that one, and you just want to shout it, and you want to tell everybody. In fact, she says, "I'll tell your mama." <laughs> Right. Yes. I tell you, no friends, anybody that can comprehend. <laughs> and I felt Janet. I was like, I tell them, Janet, tell them, girl, tell them, let them know. <laughs> you gonna claim me. We we Facebook official before Facebook was out. <laughs> Not gonna deny me. <laughs> I love this song because, well, for one, the title was amazing. Like I remember when I first heard the title and I hadn't heard the song yet, and I was like, what could it be? Um and uh, right. Jimmy Jam talks about like basically a old girlfriend had signed "Miss You Much" in like a love letter that he had mm-hmm. received. Really, and so that's where the title came from. They kind of like built a song around kind of that thing. Wow. Well, you know the thing that I really kind of was taken by is the beat. Yes. Like it was a real off, not off beat, but like it was something like yes. nobody ever heard. It was amazing. Heard. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. It was yes, so like, good. When you all obviously you guys got to hear the songs first. What is right? Yeah, we I'm like, crazy. what does that feel like to a dancer? Because this seems like the perfect like dance beat. Like you can hit it, you can accent, you can do whatever. It felt incredible because of the mere fact that. We were getting ready to be a part of history, a, a history-making event. So I knew it once I heard the music and once I started seeing what was happening. I'm like, this is it. This is you. Just knew it was going to be something outstanding. But the beat was great. But then when they put that choreography to it, which was very hard, like to learn the choreography was. Hard. It just didn't feel natural at first, but that's what makes it so awesome because when you see it, you just think like you just tilt your head like, because mm? it's so incredible. It's it was outstanding. Like it's it was the best feeling. Yes. Mm. 
my favorite random fact about this song is, um, so when they recorded this song, this was like one of the first songs they recorded for the Rhythm Nation album, and they still didn't really have a concept for it, but this was just one of the songs they started with. And so one of my favorite like random facts is Janet had gone to Minneapolis just to do background vocals. So in 1988, they had said it had been some time since she'd sang. So they were like the best way to like get her voice back in shape. It's like you come in, you do your backgrounds, you hit these harmonies, you know, get get those vocal cords stronger. Right. And so she did mm-hmm. that. And while she when she walked in the studio, Jam was actually working on this track. So it wasn't finished yet. And uh, he, she comes in and she's like liking it. And he's like, tells her to keep. And she actually gets on the keyboard and the string part that you hear, like the little high string that just kind of hovers above the entire song. She played that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she really? played that on the keyboard. Oh, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. That song was bomb. Like that beat, that 808, that beat is dope. It's yeah, really yeah, good. Yes, yes, yes. And another fact about this song is like the background vocals were recorded in September of 1988, but Janet decided she going to let it marinate and come back to it and then record, finish the song actually till February of 1989. So she was like, let me, let me take my time with this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wow. those, Those are some amazing facts because look at what the planning will make. Yes, yes. It's it's just incredible all the way around. Incredible song, incredible video, the concept. I mean, I really I've never really heard anybody say anything bad about this song. Do you remember right. Jimmy? So I remember on MTV, it was a big deal. You, they were like teasing this for a yes. long time. Like you just knew something was coming but you didn't know exactly when. Right. And it's not often that a video channel blocks off basically like a full hour to play a long form video, but right. MTV did for for Janet. Do you remember yeah. where you were the night you first saw it? How'd that go down? I think Janet had the premiere party. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was before the release or after, but the premiere party, it was like the mm-hmm. who's who of LA, but it was in this really obscure kind of building like in downtown LA and I remember seeing Jasmine guy there like everybody was there and I remember Jasmine saying Jimmy oh Jimmy you got some great shots I'm (laughs) like thank you I was so happy because you just didn't know like what was going to happen and you know I think there was another part in the video where me Anthony and Terry Mm -hmm, do a part mm -hmm. and I'm like this was uh, amazing because I didn't expect that either. So I got to open the video with her, you know, and then I got to do another part that did um, when she goes, makes me feel so good or like yes. feel, feel, feel yes, so good. It was there. three shots and it was like Anthony, Terry and myself. So I'm like, look how cool she is at giving other people opportunity. Like I just, I can't say enough positive stuff about Janet because she, did so much for my career um, and I and didn't even know it because she's just a good person and she gave all of us wonderful opportunities and she treated us like gold and she was amazing. She is amazing. So. Well, y'all hard work really paid off because this song is Janet's third longest running number one single. 
behind That's the Way Love Goes and All wow. for You. The work paid off for both you and for Janet. So, I mean, pat yourself on the back, man. And it, <laughs> well, thank and it you, won the thank Grammy, you. too, for uh, Best Long Form Video for that year as well, which is a tremendous feat. Yes, yes. Yes. What she was, how she shot that whole thing. Like it had not been seen before. Like everything about it was mm -hmm. like even the yeah. clouds, like in the video, like clouds and like the messages that she was kind of saying and trying to get, you know, the youth together, get them out of the streets. Like she was talking about that in 89 mm -hmm. and that's, a, that's still resonating now with our kids. So, um, you know, I think about when she would do that part, Living in a world mm -hmm. that did yeah. not make. She was ahead of her time. She is always kind of been ahead of her time. Every time she comes out with something, she's always setting the bar at some other type of level. Like, it's crazy. Like, I remember she did something when she was, looked like she was mm -hmm. in Africa, you know, just by elephant. Like, yeah. she uh -huh. just, yeah, she her concepts are outstanding. Yeah. So, you know. I love her and I'm I'm just I'm glad to be a part of her whole yeah. thing working with her. I recorded this video like you do not know how how intimately I know this video. <laughs> I recorded this video from Video Soul uh back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and I practice oh. every day after school. And one of the things that I think this video really features some of the most captivating dance performances of Janet's career. This one as well as the knowledge. Like for me that's you know, people think about pleasure principle. Yes. I think about the knowledge as far as like a captivating solo dance um, by Janet. Yes. But my favorite thing in this video is the way she moves between the groups. You know, like she comes in and she like dances with the guys and then they come down the stairs or you all come down the stairs and sit down. And then right, she joins another right. group and she just like dances with each group perfectly. And I've said more than once to like right, nobody right. dances like Janet I don't know what it is there's something special mm -mm. it's like it's meticulously right. executed but somehow it's carefree at the same time like it doesn't make any sense yeah I think that's but that's who she is and that's the the evidence of hard work and a visionary and it's both those things so I totally agree with you. And still now when I saw her in, you know, 2017, you know, she's a, she's a diva now. <laughs> so she comes out, she just has to walk out on the stage. Yeah. The people are going to go crazy because they know, first of all, that she is royalty, first of all. But second of all, people have tried to knock this mm -hmm. woman down. And that she keeps standing. She's went through several things that, you know, people have tried to do negative things with her, whether it's a relationship, whether it's this, whether it's that. But Janet always keeps standing. And she has a, an amazing fan base that has her back that really are diehards and I'm one of them, you know, and I'm just glad I'm just a fan that got to, I'm glad I got a chance to work with her, but I like what she stands for. She stands for, and she doesn't waver. She, she stands for truth. And I am like, you know, I'm very honored that I have the opportunity to be a part of anything that she did. Yeah. So now, What's then? Now, my favorite part of the video is actually this little move where 
it's where everyone has their hands out flat on their side and they do this like uh-huh. this little kick shuffle and I really, I don't know. I, and open and a kick and a cross and a kick and open and a jump jump down. Yes, I like to twist it my ankle a couple of times trying to get, but I thought that move was so cool because I was just like, man, if I could get this step right here, I'll be ready. <laughs> but I love the whole yes. video, but that part right there, I was like, all right, I'm good. I got it. Here come my part. <laughs> well, you know, and I think it's like, it's crazy because like you said that and it's ingrained in my brain. So I know I knew exactly what you were talking about. And I know it's kicking, opening a kick and across. <laughs> yes. like I some of the choreography I'll never forget. That's you know crazy. What I mean? Like I'll you're doing a 30th it. anniversary so, and like you still remember the choreography. You know, we <laughs> we just watched I them. The um I guess was it last year, February of last year, um, when Janet did the shows in LA and she brought a lot of the OG kids out to do Rhythm Nation and I was stunned yes. that like that was like an afternoon or so of practice like how do you all still know this <laughs> right <laughs> right it's true well you know but people are constantly they're constantly perfecting what they do and that's why the Jam Fam is really you know keeping that legacy alive because they go and do workshops and they teach it. Terry and, you know, Anthony come and reteach the choreography. So it's like a movement. And I think that is, um, it's, I'm happy for her that she made the, the choice of doing something so daring at the time and that it's paying off 30 years Absolutely. after it was completed. I, so I'm so happy for her. Around the um, choreographer, you talked about her working as a choreographer, which was a little unique and this, I think, if I think about projects, I think this is the only time she's ever actually, like, taking credit for choreography, along with all the great folks you mentioned, Anthony and Terry and LaVille Terry. are called out as well. But you got to see the choreography coming together. What was that process like to watch her in the creation process? It was great because she's a great communicator so she would say okay you guys well what if we did that but what if we did the arm like this and we did like so it's like a group of them kind of like having a meeting of movement so they're going over something they're like oh yeah that might oh that looks good oh try then i'll try let's try that so to sit and watch it I didn't do a lot of watching it because I was going over the stuff that they already gave right. us to do. So I wanted to make sure I knew my <laughs> stuff. But then I did catch on one time her talking with all of them together, going over a section. And it was very like a community. It just felt like, you know, what about if we did that? Like, and that was cool. So that's nice. what I saw. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny to me because like she just got the award at the uh was it the choreographer's ball yeah somewhere yeah mm-hmm. in LA. yes and, uh-huh. and you know she said again that you know she never really thought of herself as a good dancer and i just my brain can't make that make sense well, she's a pro- always- she, she, i'm sorry for cutting you off but she knows how she wants to look like that's one thing i did notice she knows like and you can kind of see it on the making of rhythm nation where she where she did mm-hmm. those takes of the knowledge where she would be throwing down. But to her, she was like, Mm-mm, that wasn't good enough. I want to do it again. I'm going to do it again. So she knew, she knows exactly how she wants herself to be presented. And it's something that 
we don't see, but she does. And that's why she is who she is, because she has a certain eye that is so um, finite that, you know, we think that, oh, shoot, that looks good. But she's like, well, mm, no, it's not. I'm going to do it again. So I noticed that. I wa- and I was honored. One time I got to see mm-hmm. some of the dailies with her and I got to, you know, sit in the room and watch her watch herself which was so cool. Like she would let us do stuff like that. She was cool. Like usually you're like, Mm. that's not happening. You know what I mean? But if you happen to be around, it wasn't like, get out of here. You know, you got a chance to watch. It was so cool. So I have, I have so many great memories of that time. And, you know, I'm just glad that she got recognized for the, the artist that she is and the rock and roll hall of fame. You know, I'm just glad that she's, you know, resurfacing and everybody that tried to, you know, put her down from many years mm-hmm. of trying to bar her music and this, that, and the other, it went on deaf ears because now she's re- she's resurfaced mm-hmm. even stronger. And what they tried to do to steal her joy, you know, did yeah, not work. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's kind of how I. When look I at think it. about this video, one of the most iconic routines that stands out is the chair routine that was done by Terry. Lots yeah. of people from Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys, they all sampled that chair routine in their shows. Right. When you, Where did the idea right. for the chair come from? And can you tell us what it was like when you saw it the first time? There were so many things happening in the rehearsal process. Where I really saw it was when we were on set and it's so exact, like the hat has to hit mm-hmm. the foot. You know, you have to do it. It has to be perfect. And it would be like two in the morning. Like we were, it was late, but it was when I saw it, I kind of did my tilted my head to the side and went like, mm-hmm. I had never seen anything like it. But that's that street, that street kind of vibe that Terry brings to the table. Um and I just thought it was incredible, but it was really enjoyable because I was on the top kind of mm-hmm. um, upper level. <laughs> Didn't you watching all have choreography it. during behind the chair dance or leading right into the chair dance? I think we were kind of, kind of jamming. I was, I know I was sitting up on the balcony where mm-hmm. we had, where I did the first section and I was watching her. We had to watch it each time and we had to be, cause it was mm-hmm. a full shot. So, um, it was but you all were incredible. rocking and jamming and yes, exactly. We were so excited for her, excited that this was happening and this is so cool, another innovative thing. And it was just a whole high of being a part of the whole project. So wow. yeah, we yeah. were happy. Man. That, this listen, like my, my heart is beating fast just Thank thinking you. about it. Like so I I hadn't seen this video in a little bit and so I watched it on yesterday to kind of just get prepared for this conversation. And it really felt like the first time I walked in and saw it for the very first time. Like it there is no erosion of the quality like it still mm-hmm. it stands the test of time it mm-hmm. and one of the things i've always loved about janet jackson is not only does her stuff stand the test of time but it sticks out in the time that it's in it's never really of its time <laughs> yes <laughs> right right so as You're we right. close there's a, there's a couple things we didn't mention You're that right. we should say so um this song did receive two American Music Awards for favorite dance single and then also for favorite soul and R&B single. 
Um, the video, which was directed by Dominic Cena. Yes. He, he was, was a awesome. tremendous director. And I think it was a perfect marriage of them melding these because it's three videos, like melding these videos together in a singular vision. And right. I think he just did such an awesome job of that. This song actually in 2017 on Janet's birthday, Billboard magazine posted an article and they were kind of going over Janet's biggest hits because of the formula that they use. Miss You Much was listed as Janet's all-time mm-hmm. biggest Hot 100 single. Hmm. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes. That's interesting. She, she had, it, it beat out together again, and I think the other close one was Escapade. Really? And that's just because, yeah, because the songs have a point system based on not only how long they were on the charts, but how fast they ascended, and then how many weeks they were at number one. And just based on the formula, Miss You Much is, is her top 100 single. Wow. Well, you know, I'm not surprised because that was way yeah. ahead of its time. That beat. Yeah, it's yeah. still it's still really amazing. Beat was amazing. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to thank you so much, Jimmy, for coming on and reminiscing about your work on the Rhythm Nation project. And I also wanted to give you an opportunity to just let our listeners know how they can follow you or everything that you're working on. Oh, thank you so much. Well, first of all, thank you guys for having me. I love what you're doing. Anything that's promoting the longevity of Janet and what she's doing, and I'm all for it. So if you ever need me again, I'm just a phone call away because I love what you're doing. Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. JLocust is my Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. I do have both schools, Locust Performing Arts Center in Stamford, Connecticut, and then Locust Dance Academy in Miramar, mm-hmm. Florida. And um, I am really, right now at this point, working on a book that to kind of talk about my life story. So keep your eyes open <laughs> for that. that in the next year or so. Oh, I'm yeah, going to kind of get that. And I'm going to take in some meetings to have the book to be immediately done into a film. So I'm just kind of working some things out with that right now. But thank you so much mm-hmm. for having me. And like I said, anytime you Certainly need me, Certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. And hey, I'm looking forward to that book and yes. that film. You already, you already sold two copies. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. It's been a joy talking to you guys. And um, I'll be texting you guys and just, you know, keep me up on what's going on. Will do. So I want to follow you with the next one. Please do. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'll see you in August. Well, that really is it for us for now. If you need more Janet Jackson, which we know you need more Janet Jackson, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. And also, if you are already a subscriber of this podcast, please leave us a comment wherever you are listening. Your comments and likes help other people find us, especially on iTunes. Yes, please leave us a comment on iTunes if you can, even if you listen elsewhere. And tell a friend to follow us on social media at JJ Today Pod. We would love to hear from other fans. Our intro and outro music is provided by Good For You by THBD. It's licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license.